Welcome to another episode of the Caregiver and Spoonie podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Banderas, and I'm back from my hiatus. And unfortunately, it was a medical hiatus, which I'm going to go over on this episode. But before we get started, thank you for all the emails, the support, the concern from some of the supporters. I really appreciate that, guys. And uh, thank you for your love. And before we get started, let's go ahead and, and don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes of the podcast. So let's get into today's episode, shall we? So here's what happened to me. I had to take a hiatus because I had some health issues. And the problem with my health issue is that it was my heart. For some reason, my heart decided to take a crap. Let's just say it like that. It decided to not work correctly. What was happening in this situation is that all of a sudden, it happened like multiple times before I decided to go to the doctor. I know I'm stubborn. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating in this counter, okay? I'm eating in my counter and all of a sudden, I felt like dizzy and like I was going to pass out. And I was like, ah, that's weird. And I started feeling that I that my heart rate kept going up. And I was like, that's weird. So I checked it with my heart, with my eye watch. I was just standing eating. My heart rate was 150. And it kept going up. And I was like, okay, this isn't good. And then I started sweating, like having cold, cold sweats. And I was like, oh, crap. So I thought it was anxiety at first because sometimes that's how anxiety is, you know. So I started, like, splashing water in my face, which usually helped. It wasn't helping. My heart would keep going up. My, my wife put a cold rag in, in, my, in, my, in my neck. It still didn't work. I sat down, and it couldn't go down. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't go down. That, that's pretty much what kept going on. Like, my heart rate at one point, it reached 170. And I'm like, I was like, I was scared. I'm not going to lie. I, I was scared. I was like, this isn't right. There's something else going on. So, and this has ha this had happened a few weeks before, multiple times. But I thought I was it was anxiety until this last time where I was like, okay, I'm gonna go to the ER. This isn't right. This isn't good. So my wife took me to the ER, and it turned out that I had I was on SVT. Unfortunately, uh, I right now just forgot what the S stands for, but the, there's ventricular tachycardia. So my heart rate was, or my heart went into tachycardia. They tested me for a lot of stuff. And one of the things that was high was my D-dimer, which unfortunately shows that my body is either fighting infection, which they haven't found anything, they haven't found anything yet, or it has a blood clot. Well, they did CT scans um, and chest x-rays and everything, and I'm fine. Thank God I'm fine. I'm grateful for that. So one of the so because they couldn't find anything wrong, they sent me to a cardiologist. I'm only 33, so they sent me to a uh, to a cardiologist, and they did a, a stress test, which is fine. I did a halter test, which I'm still waiting for the results. I know that that takes time. I did it for like two weeks, and I was so tired. My body was like my muscles were so sore. And one of the things that the doctor said to me, and this is why I wanted to, and this is one of the main focus that, that I'm going to talk about today on this episode, is that my calcium, magnesium, potassium, and, and, and minerals were low, like really, really low. My potassium was 0 0.08. 
And I was like, at first I was like, wow, I'm coming to see a cardiologist for the most expensive nutritional advice that I will ever get because I've, I've received the bills now and it's a, it's a, it was expensive. But it's not about the money, it's just like, I was like, wow, I was like dumbfounded because it's like, I've been eating a lot. Like, I have a belly. It shows that I've been eating. But here's the problem. And this is one of the things that happens to a lot of people, not just me. It happens to my wife. It must happen. It could happen to you. Could, you might you might know somebody that is going through something similar, uh, a health challenge, and they eat like crap. I'm just gonna call it out there. They eat like crap. I eat like crap. I started to eat better after all this, after all this stuff happened because I was like, I did this to myself. I, nobody else did. It's not the. It's not the uh, food company's job to put enough nutrition in their crap, literally. It tastes good, yes, it does taste good, but it's crap. It doesn't have any nutritional value. And now I know why they say you have to eat nutritional, you have to eat a very nutritious food because your body needs all those nutrients. That's the thing. And, and one of the things that I realized now that I start checking more into the food that I eat, is that holy crap, there's no nutritional value in a lot of the things that I eat. So I was looking at what I usually eat, and if I track it, it will it only shows that I I I only eat like 400 milligrams of potassium per my body and everything. I'm supposed to eat like 3,500. Then and if you work out or you sweat a lot like me, or if you do a lot of, of walking or, or a lot of strenuous work, you're gonna use that those minerals because your your muscles need it. The heart is a muscle; it needs it so it can so the electricity on your heart can go without problems, can go through without problems. And that's exactly what happened because there was, there's not enough potassium. And my whole body needs potassium. My whole body needs calcium. My whole body, everything needs uh, the minerals and nutrients. So the, my heart wasn't getting enough, and the 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 electricity wasn't going through correctly, so it was increasing my heart rate. So that's pretty much what happened, and, and I realized that. Oh my gosh, I eat like crap. I need to start eating a lot better. And 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 now that I'm eating a lot better, I'm still waiting for the results of the halter monitor, like I said, but now that I've been eating a lot better, I, I eat bananas. I eat spinach, which I don't like, but I eat greens now. I eat uh, fruit, I eat uh, vegetables. I eat, I'm eating more nutritious food. And one of the things that I, re that I noticed before I had to go to the ER, my body was sore. The muscles in my body were sore. I was getting cramps. I was like so tired when I was waking up. I was like, oh my gosh, something is going on. But I thought it was because of the stress of, of, the, uh, of the pandemic and everything, having to go to work, my wife being sick, you know? Like, I just thought it was stress. Well, guess what? It wasn't stress because now that I'm eating like more nutritional food, um, I'm taking supplements and everything. I'm, I'm even though I'm taking like 1,500 milligram pills of potassium and eating, uh, trying to eat a lot of potassium, I still don't get the max. I barely get like 2,800, and I'm like 2,800 milligrams, and I'm like, wow. So 
what I'm trying to say with this episode, don't take it from me, take it from my story. Because one of the things that I also want to tell you is that my wife has changed her nutrition after this has happened to me. She has, a long time ago, they did a nutritional panel on her blood, and a lot of things were low, like a lot of nutrients, like protein, calcium, vitamin B, and she's eating better, she's taking her vitamins and everything, and her pain has diminished. Not a lot, but still enough for her to be able to do other things that she wasn't able to do before. Same thing with me, like, my, my body was sore, I was sore, I was... My, my brain was all foggy, now I feel a lot better, I have energy. And, and I've been researching this a lot, that about how nutrition can affect your, your body. And the thing is that if you don't need what your body needs, like calcium, protein, uh, iron, uh, all the nutritional supplements, or all everything that your body needs to function correctly, your body is not going to function at all. And what happens in, in a lot of cases, this is one of the things that I have researched for a long time, is that when you have an autoimmune disease and 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 your body doesn't have the nutrients to fight that in autoimmune disease, that um, you're going to be in a, a lot of inflammation, a lot of pain, like it's going to be bad. But if you decide to change your nutrition, if you ever decide to change your nutrition and say, I'm, I'm just going to try to eat better. You decide to go to the doctor and say, like, do an, uh, a nutritional panel on my blood. I want to see what vitamins I'm lacking, what minerals I'm lacking. You can do it. But just go to your doctor and they will do it. You will be able to see what's low. Once you change that and increase the levels of that, you're going to feel better. Because our bodies are literally like the perfect machine. If we don't put oil in the, in the perfect machine, in this case, the perfect nutrients, that's why they say eat organic. But even though organic food is, is uh, more expensive, you don't have to go fully organic. You just have to start little by little, you know. Eat like salads, eat fruits, eat more vegetables. That has a, a lot of greens has what you need. And this is what I've been eating now, and I feel better. So I'm only telling you because of my story. Don't take it from me. Take it from my story. Ask my wife. If you know my wife, ask her. She has changed her, her um, nutrition and it has helped her. I have changed mine and she has seen it. She, it has helped me a lot. Like When this started, when this issue started, I couldn't walk. My wife was walking faster than me. Now I'm back to, to my old self. I can walk fast. I can run. I can do all of these things. So I'm, I'm not telling you just because I'm telling you with the facts. So one of the things that you have to think about. If you're having some sort of autoimmune disease or health challenge, sometimes by changing your nutrition, it will help. I will tell you this. You can research this. They say that the, the, the keto diet helps people with cancer because the people, the, if you don't eat crap while you're, while you're facing cancer, uh, the cancer doesn't grow because it, it feeds up uh, carbs or sugar or something like that. So if you cut sugars, if you cut carbs, if you cut certain crap uh, that you, your body doesn't eat or you can't even process, the cancer will die off. This is not me talking. This is the doctors. You can look it up. And also, um, they say that uh, if you change your nutrition when you have fibromyalgia, I've seen it with my wife, it helps you. It can lower your pain. But there could be other things going on. So it might lower your pain just enough, just by a little bit. It might give you like 
five extra good minutes on your day. But those extra five good minutes are five good minutes, you know? So what you need to do in this situation is you need to you need to sacrifice the the what Joe Rogan calls the pleasure palette. Yeah, it tastes good. But is it giving you what you need to fight what's what's in your body? Is it giving you uh, enough nutrients that in case that you ever get sick, your body's gonna be able to fight it? Like, I haven't been sick in a long time because I tried to take care of myself, except now. And with the COVID thing, uh, what, one of the things that I told my wife, and I heard people saying, the people say out there is like, I'm not gonna get COVID because I'm taking care of my body. So even though if I get it, I know that my, my autoimmune system is gonna fight it and it's gonna kill it. And that's what you have to think about. If you don't have the right nutrients in your body, if you don't protect your body by eating right, giving the nutritional value that it needs, giving it all it needs, it's not gonna be able to defend you. Literally, you have to feed your troops. Your, your white blood cells are your troops. All those troops need your nutrients. If you eat like crap, they're not going to be um, strong enough to fight whatever is going on. You know? Like, that's exactly what happens. That's what, how I wanted to put it, and I'm, and I'm, I'm thankful that it came out right. <laughs> so, that's exactly what you need to think about. This is not, uh, uh, this is not the doctor's um issue this is sometimes our own issue we have to take responsibility that we're not eating right like and you can even look at this a lot of people are in the middle of what they call a food desert where there's no nutritional uh food available in like miles they have to travel miles to go to a a, a food store that they where they can get tomatoes so if you're able to buy tomatoes, if you're able to buy something nutritional, take advantage of it because there's a lot of people and you can look it up online. There was a TED talk about this, sorry. And if you're able to go to the store and get nutrition, nutritional food, food that is good for you, you're lucky because there's a lot of people that don't have that chance. So you should, so we need to take responsibility that it's not up to the doctor sometimes to just fix us and make us feel better. We have to do it on our own. We have to sacrifice that palate uh, pleasure so we can feel better. So yes, the burger from McDonald's tastes good, but it has all this crap. The chicken nuggets taste good for your kids, but it, it has all this crap. So it's better for you to just give your kids a carrot, even though they might not like it just because you don't like it, but you're going to have to eat a carrot just so your kid can eat a carrot. And the reason why I say that is because our kids, I don't have kids, but I mean your kids are going to follow your example. And in the future, if something happens to them and they get sick, they're, they're not going to have the nutrients to fight it. Their body's not going to be strong enough to fight it. And yes, there are things, uh, DNA issues that could cause low levels of, of minerals and things like that where your body cannot absorb it. But obviously if that's the case, there are things that can be done through injections or through therapies or things like that. So it can be done. I just want you to know that it's up to you to feel better. It's not up to the doctor. 
and sometimes, just sometimes, by trying more better food, you might feel better. By trying to eat salads, a lot of people don't eat salad. They hate it. I don't like spinach, and I'm still eating it, even though it tastes like it tastes like cardboard. Uh, at least for me, it tastes like cardboard for me, and 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 I still eat it because I know that it's helping my body. So you have to take one for the team sometimes. Your team is your body. Your team is your actual um, autoimmune system, the one that is trying to fight infections and and inflammation for you. So just think about that. Think about that. And like I said, don't don't take it from me, take it from my story. You can research all of this on, online. At one point, I'm gonna actually have a website. It's gonna take a few months, probably a few years, but I'm gonna have a website where I'm gonna put all of my research. So or even I'm gonna put it on the on the Facebook page as well. So that's what I wanted to talk about today on, on today's episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your love and support. And don't forget to share, like, subscribe. And if you want to share your story, don't forget to send it to the caregiverandspoonie at gmail.com or you can post it on our Facebook page, Instagram, or even in the Facebook community. So I'll leave you with this. Always take care of yourself.